0: tests one two checking one two okay cool all right make sure everything is ready to go all that good stuff make sure everything is quiet relaxed all that good stuff seems to be good all right what is going on guys welcome to the second city cats podcast episode number 41 um I'm your host Jacob today, and with me, at, or, nobody's with me today, I'm, I'm by myself at the solo show once again. Um, a little bit late this week, um, we had a lot going on, and me and Adriana are in the middle of our vacations, tomorrow's actually her birthday as I record this, which is July 27th. Um, just letting you guys know what's going on, um, and all that good stuff, and, uh, talk about, uh, Warped Tour, or do a little bit of a Warp Tour recap, um, we're gonna talk about Six Flags, we had a grand old time at Six Flags, um, and all that good stuff we saw batman the killing joke in theaters the other day so that's why i was kind of putting it off so we can talk about it um and all that good stuff but yeah um it's a beautiful day on the south side of chicago illinois um nice and hot um and as far as life you know hanging out with the puppy uh again he's uh still learning how to be a dog but that's fine you know um will be good uh he's coming along he's learning quickly uh a little less of a pain in the ass these days as he was when we first got him um, but yeah, he's uh, in the other room right now sleeping, having a grand old time uh, and all that good stuff. But yeah, so and as far as me, you know, same old same. Um, burnt from Warped Tour, which we're going to talk about that in a minute and all that good stuff. But uh, overall, man, uh, you know, happy with how everything is going. Um, got to, you know, just very happy with how everything's going. And that's very interesting. Um, life is good. And yeah, a little bit stressed out about certain things. But, you know, that's neither here or there. Alright, so uh, we'll talk about Six Flags since that happened first And when I say we, I mean I Um, So yeah, me, Gabe, Maddie, Nick And Adriana went to Six Flags On Wednesday of last week And um, yeah, we had fun We had a good time, we were able to hit up all the rides Essentially, the ones that we wanted to really ride We hopped on, and we pretty much walked on to it Like, it wasn't very very long waits It was in the middle of the week uh, In the summer, so there wasn't a whole lot of people there Um, I think the longest we waited for a ride Was like 25 minutes So, um yeah, we had fun. We hopped in the Goliath, did the Batman, obviously, X-Flight, all that good stuff. We had a good time. Uh, yeah. Um, we You know, we were there when it opened and, clo- and left around like 4 o'clock. We had pretty much accomplished everything that we wanted to accomplish. Really not a whole lot to talk about as far as Six Flags. We had a good time uh, and all that good stuff and um, kept everything rotating because we were at odd number. So we kept everybody rotating so not, or, so every other ride somebody else would ride alone or all that good stuff. So uh, Nick didn't feel like the odd man out, which I'm glad because it was kind of the I didn't want him to feel that way, and all that good stuff. And I'm sure he felt a little self conscious about that type of stuff. So, but yeah, we had a good time. Um, laughs, giggles, all that good shit. Also, okay. So yeah, that's that's pretty much that in a nutshell. So now we're gonna talk about Warp Tour, all right? Warp Tour took place Saturday, the twenty third, and as like I said, is the Wednesday of the twenty seventh, and which I'm recording this. Um, and Warp Tour was was great this year. We had we had a good time. Um. It was interesting because I, I took my older sister with me this year uh she hasn't been to a warp tour in many many moons so um so yeah she got to go and she really wanted to see atreyu that was like her big deal so yeah that's, uh, she's got to, she got to see them that was actually one of the l- last bands we checked out and all that good stuff but yeah it was, it was a great warp tour um it's, it's always good you know i've never really had a bad experience at the warp tour even when the lineup may not be as great as one might expect i'd still had fun at a lot of these Adriana <laughs> just texted me saying one of the dogs farted. That's funny, but um yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give you kind of the rundown of the bands that we checked out. Um, we checked out a few here and there, but most of them we weren't really listening to. Oh, so obviously vanna we hit those boys up. They are fantastic. Um, every time I die, motionless in white, betray um, uh, you, wage war. We also saw a little bit of Ocean's Eight, Alaska. Saw Chelsea grin, crown the empire though we were hanging out in the little monster trailer thing um during those two sets Chelsea Grin and Crown of the Empire cuz I'm not a big fan of either of them you know but it was cool to hang out and get in the shade cuz it was hotter than a motherfucker I was sweating profusely before we even got into the venue to actually start seeing bands so and I'm getting old now guys you know I'm not be able to I'm not as young and sprightly as I used to be so I'm not able to be in front of every single sh- every single band like I used to back in the day so you know we kind of just hung out um Yeah, just hung out, uh, kept hydrated, Um, stayed in the back for a lot of bands. Um, The only one that we really were up close for was Every Time I Died in Vanna, because those are my two favorite bands that I wanted to check out. Unfortunately, we missed um, The Word Alive. Uh, Adriana really wanted to see them, but they were playing at 750 or something like that uh, at our stop in Tinley Park, and um, we were tired. You know, By the time that they came around or... By the time, uh, I think 5.50, 5, 6 o'clock came around, we were tired and we just wanted to go home and we were completely sunburned, completely red, burnt to shit. So, um, And it's actually funny because as we were walking out of the venue, it actually started the cloudy and rain and all that good stuff. But yeah, I'm going to give you guys a breakdown of every single band that we that I saw. So like I said, uh, Vanna, checked them out. Um, they were later in the afternoon. I'm going to try to remember this in order. So um, let's see. We saw Ocean's 8 Alaska first. Very cool. Very, very intense. Very uh, impressive life show. Um, They go straight for it, and it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, these guys, young band, haven't been around very long, don't have a whole lot of experience in regards to albums, and I'm sure touring in the United States, I'm sure they don't have the whole, you know, the tons of opportunity. I believe they're Australian, so they don't really have the opportunity to, to come to the U.S. all the time. Oh, pretty froze. Why does it do that? i uh, sorry. I think my computer froze there. That was a little weird, but yeah, uh, I don't know how much of that you heard, but yeah, their um, young Australian band don't really get the opportunity to tour the U.S. like they would like to, I'm sure. And they killed it. You know, they they were a good band to start out the day, uh, just kind of hanging out in the background and just jamming. Good, good, very good. They um, they really hit it out of the park, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them next time. I know Adriana was telling me how. Um, hold on, what the fuck? Adriana was telling me how she was impressed and she would, hadn't really heard of them before Warped Tour, or she heard me talk about them, but she wasn't really interested until she saw them, and she said that they were pretty good. So, yeah, Ocean State Alaska did a fantastic job. Um, yeah, and they had started the day off right, because predominantly um, all the bands that we saw were on the same one of the two stages that were right next to each other, the Monster Party Zone area. What is going on? What the fuck? I don't, what the fuck? Oh, sorry guys this my computer is really acting up right now it's really starting to piss me off but yeah um most of the bands we checked out were in the the monster party zone so um really uh not a whole lot of walking back and forth which is fantastic for me but um yeah good day a uh, good way to start off the day then wage war was next um i'm not super big on these guys i like them i think they're uh, very promising i've actually covered them on the podcast before and it was very cool um uh, they had a good set very intense uh had a decent sized crowd for a band that's relatively new who's only has one album out and you know i don't know how much touring they've done but probably not a ton they had you know there was a good showing um very jamming the The crowd was into it um yeah so good for them man i mean i'm excited to see what this band's gonna do in the future i'm sure they're gonna do great things and uh they're really gonna hit their stripe coming up soon maybe not this album obviously most album bands debut albums aren't the the heaviest <laughs> what the fuck aren't the heaviest in the world or as far as like getting the exposure out there, but I'm sure by the time their next album comes around, they're going to have some serious heat on them. So keep an eye out for those boys in wage war. They're pretty good. Um, after that, let's see here. Let me try to remember here off the top of my dome. Um, we kind of laid back for a little bit. Um, shit. I don't even remember. It was such, it was only a couple of days ago, but it feels like forever because of the heat. <laughs> I was that night. I was radiating heat. It was ridiculous. Um, but, um, I think we walked around a little bit saw the final song of yellow card um on the other stage uh fantastic it was the uh, ocean avenue so you can't go wrong really you just can't it was good uh we walked around like i said we walked around for a little bit um found some shade because it was really hot uh came back around saw Vale of maya i believe yeah i believe Vale of maya we came back around and we started to hang out in the monster uh monster trailer thing uh, for the next couple of bands because we didn't really want to stay out in the heat and they were giving out like monster and shade And head, had nice and cool in there and all that good stuff. So um, we saw of Maya we were in waiting in line to the thing while we saw them. They, they were good. Um, The crowd was definitely into them Uh, Crown of the Empire, you know, the I have mixed feelings about them I like them, but I don't I think they're also they kind of exemplify what's wrong with the scene in my opinion Uh, with a lot of the I don't know. It's just the not their attitudes or anything like that. Actually. I don't like the the poppy vibe that some of these bands bring to the warp tour or just heavy music in general. It just kinda makes it feel like a, like a like a pop like I said, like a pop band, boy band kind of a vibe to it. And I just it's off putting to me. I, I just don't like it. Um yeah, I uh, saw them. And then uh p- 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 Chelsea Grin was next after them. And they're just heavy for no reason. I mean, whatever. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. I'm not really big into it. You know, it was an entertaining show. I'm sure it was fun for the people who like them. But yeah, I'm just not my thing. But yeah, good time, I guess. Uh, Then uh, I got out of the tent to see Every Time I Die because they're one of my favorite bands. And holy shit, that set was just dirty. It was just straightforward, hardcore. I love it. Love it. They had it put on a fantastic show. And I just love the the vibe that a hardcore band brings to the Warped Tour and being able to see them. uh, This is the first time I've seen them since probably a Warped Tour a couple years ago. Was it last year? It might have been the year before that. But it was the first time I seen them in a minute, and it was just fantastic. They do such a great job, and they're really intense, and all that good stuff. So, I believe after every time I die, um, we took another break. We went to the pavilion. We were, I think we were hungry. We get to, we went to go get food, and that the lines and the prices for those for that thing is absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, I recommend for anybody who hasn't gone to the Warp Tour yet and is waiting for their stop, uh, eat some beforehand. You know, get some food in your system. Um, don't, it's not worth the prices of, uh, eating there. It's too expensive at all these venues. Uh, but if you have to, obviously, you know, if you're in an extreme case where you, you know, you don't think you can continue without it, um, then yeah, I guess do what you gotta do. But, um, my opinion is it's not really worth it. Pack a sandwich, hide it, smuggle it into the venue and eat the sandwich there. Don't, don't even deal with the prices. It's ridiculous. But yeah, uh, while we were in the pavilion, we sat around, we saw the ending of Emerosa, who's fine. Um, you know, uh, um, they're a band that's that's very different from the way they used to be, which is fine. They're more soulfully, more soul and R and B like, which isn't too bad. But yeah, they um they had a good end of their set. It seemed like uh, we actually saw a marriage proposal on stage at the warp Tour, so that was cool. Uh, that was one of the, I guess one of their friends or one of the band's members, family member or whatever, um, proposed to his girlfriend, which is cool. So to each their own. Um, uh, whatever you gotta do, what you gotta do. We saw water parks at some point, and again, my my memory is kind of blurred right now because. It was such a long day, and it was very hot, so um, my mind is kind of wiped out about the whole thing. We saw water parks. Couldn't take it anymore. I had to get up and walk away. Um, saw Teenage Bottle Rocket, and it's very punky, oi, oi, uh, punk, and it's not really my thing. Um, I thought it was boring. They felt like they had the longest set list of the day, and it wasn't very interesting to me. But yeah, that's that's my opinion. But um, after that, uh, I believe we finally went to go see Motionless in White. They had a good show it's not the best i've ever seen them honestly um it was a fine show and i i don't know if it's just me and if you were at this the, the, the tinley park stop you could, guys can like get at me on twitter at second city kids and let me know was it just me or was their guitar going out like regularly I don't know. It was weird. Like um, I felt like the guitar was very choppy. And I'm not sure why, and I'm not sure exactly what caused that, or if maybe somebody was having technical difficulties. But I felt like at some parts, the guitar like really started to chop up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's just in my head. Maybe it's just the way it was being played. I don't know. But to me, it sounded a little, just a little bit off. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, that's just me. I, I've seen them better. Um, the set list was fine. Everybody seemed to be really digging it. Um, it was near probably about the middle of the day, so people really started to... To slow down, you could tell, you know. Uh, people caught catch the case of the warp tours where everything is just exhausting and tired. And by the middle of the day, like four o'clock, five o'clock, people are just starting to really, really hit the brick wall and uh, not wanting to continue to trek on. But most people do because they're one of their bigger bands are um, are next. It happens every year, it happens to me every single year, it happens to me and Adriana every single year. So, I'm not really shocked that we started to hit that wall. But next up, you know, it was Vanna, so we saw vanna uh we were up front front row uh on top of the barricade and we just me and adriana went absolutely nuts had a good time just went in uh lost our minds um yeah vanna is one of my favorite bands obviously um check those boys out all hell's fantastic i've been listening to it when i go to the gym and stuff like that just gets me going um again i I can't harp on this enough is easily one of the most underrated bands in all of the the hardcore scene, and they need to get more recognition than what they get because they are just fucking fantastic. The live show is intense. Um, not only is it like heavy and you know gets people going, but it's also thought provoking because the things that they say, uh, you know, it means something. They they their music means something. It's not just heavy music for the sake of heavy music, like some bands that we that I mentioned earlier here, like Chelsea grant and stuff like that. My opinion, but. Um, it was just heavy for the... It's not just heavy for the sake of being heavy. They have a point. They have something that they're trying to say and they want the world to know how they feel about it. So, um... They're one of my favorite bands. I can't... I just can never say a bad thing about uh, Vanna. And that they never disappoint. I've seen them so many times live and every single time I walk out sweating uh, mentally, physically exhausted and in a, in a good way. Not in a way where you're just tired and don't want to deal with it but in a way like you feel like um, you relieved some stress. You know what I mean? That you got got rid of something that was bothering you kind of in that kind of way so religious experience fantastic absolutely from top to bottom so yeah uh vanna great 10 out of 10 every single time they always hit it out of the park but yeah next up was a Treyu, and dude these guys i mean for a long time there or i don't want to say a long time but for a minute there uh a couple of years ago six years ago or so atreyu was on top of the world right you guys remember let's say paper anchor really hit that radio hard and people really liked it and i've been a fan of them before then but yeah um they, they were everywhere and they were one of the bigger bands around biggest bands in the world for a little bit there and um it's, i haven't seen them in uh, shit lord knows how long 2011 maybe maybe even before that uh actually i saw them i believe the last time i saw them was with um it was atreyu bless the fall chiotos and the architects i believe which was a fantastic show just thinking about then, because that's actually the first time i saw the architects uh live and it was just mind blowing. but anyway i think that was the last time i saw them prior to to this and man it was like a fucking blast from the past man i mean i was like i said i was tired so i kind of hung out in the back and kind of jammed in the background um and it was just man there it was like i was 13 years old all over again man those guys went in they did played a fantastic show they played a bunch of songs uh, covering the whole spectrum of their whole entire career, from the really early stuff to you know the stuff that they just came out with not too long ago, which I've been listening to. It's not not too bad. I enjoyed it, but yeah, man, it was it was a good show, man. They you know they never disappointed. I've never been to an Atrayu show where I'm just like eh, never. And um, just a fantastic show from top to bottom. And I'm glad that they're back, man. Uh, but uh, I think Travis, yeah, man, he's got like gray hair now, and that really like threw me off because <laughs> uh, you know I was there when you know, these guys were on top of the world and now one of them has grey hair. It just like blew my mind. But yeah, fantastic show. You know, you can never go wrong with the Treyu. They knock it out of the park all the time. And I'm glad that like I said it before, I'm glad they're back and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh seeing them again, hopefully soon. Um and yeah, the, that was pretty much our, our warp tour. Uh after a Treyu set, me and Adriana went to the Vanna tent. Uh we actually talked to them beforehand, um, really early in the day I found their tent. Um Talk to nick from vanna uh handed him a couple of stickers and hopefully he slaps them on a, a road case somewhere um uh, talked to him a little bit he you know they're the nicest guys in the world so it is what it is but yeah uh me and adrian went to their merch tent she went to uh she bought a vinyl from them got them all to sign it um and yeah that was pretty much our warp tour experience we went pretty much went home after that we went like i said around six o'clock you know you're that you hit the warp tour uh, you get the warped tour vibe and you're just kind of tired um, so yeah, we, we went home uh, Sunburned to all hell Because it was absolutely hot And for those who are, like I said Who have a warp Tour stop coming up oh, I can say words A warp Tour stop coming up Stay hydrated, man That, that shit is not a joke, man it, It's it's rough Me and Adriana bought like a hiker's backpack That has like a Like a little package of uh, Not a packet uh, That's like a, a, like a pouch of water uh, Two liters And uh, two liter of water that you put in there And it, we we filled it up probably five times So we were the only two drinking it, so it's not like it was a community thing. So, yeah, make sure you guys are drinking water out there because it's not a joke. And we saw plenty of people, you know, pass out, fall over, if not this year, in the years past. So just make sure you guys are staying hydrated out there, all right? Cool. So, yeah, that was Warp Tour. Fantastic. Uh, n- another great year. Um, never disappoints. Always happy with the warp Tour and what it has to offer and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that was that. Now, a couple of days ago, we saw... Um, the killing joke it was a fathom event which is my very first fathom event I actually have gone to before and there was a, a a theater showing of the killing joke and i've covered this before in the podcast it is a big deal because it is one of the more popular joker stories stories ever um as far as kind of telling kind of telling the origin story but not really because even the joker in the book says he likes to, if he if he were to have a pass he would like for it to be multiple choice but yeah, um, it's a big deal because of that. Like I said, one of the biggest Joker stories ever. And because it was the first DC animated film to be rated R. And it was very interesting. It's it's funny because we saw it. I would say I saw it. We saw it in theaters. We saw it at the quarry. But um, there were some things in there you're like, okay, that's probably why it was rated R. But I don't think there was enough of that type of stuff to really, like, warrant it. I think it was almost like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a advertisement almost in a way to kind of have you guys like oh what what is this going to be like maybe i should see it um there was like i said there was definitely some things in there you're like ah okay well that's why but i don't think there was enough of it to kind of continue to pound home the point that it was rated r that's just my opinion Uh, as far as the movie goes um it was fine you know it was a good movie it was a lot of fun um they had like a little prologue thing in regards to batman and batgirl which is a little bit interesting uh took some liberties there with some of the characters and all that but i think they felt like they needed to add those things to make it last longer to kind of make it worth going to the theater to see it because um, they could have very easily made it a 45 50 minute movie and have that be it but because you know um, people are expecting it to be, you know, an hour and a half at least. They added this thing where it was just uh, it was a little weird. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that, but when you guys see, it, you're going to know it's something to do with Batman and Batgirl. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? You know, you're not going to really understand it. I get why they did it. They wanted to give Batgirl a little bit more of a presence in the film uh, and wanted to make um, what the Joker did to her later in the film f- feel a little bit more personal between Batman and Batgirl, but um like i said taking some liberty, liberties with the characters that um really didn't make a whole lot of sense as far as you know the act, the voice acting mark hamill kevin conroy are back as uh joker and batman respectively and yeah it was it was a fine ab- adaptation i think it did great it was a lot of fun me adrian enjoyed it a lot and we, i really liked the mark hamill piece that they had before it cuz they kind of before the movie started they kind of talked about or uh, had mark hamill talk about the joker and horror's career and how the joker kind of revitalized that in the in the 90s and all that so it was it was good um i definitely recommend it i saw um what's his name chris stuckman on youtube he gave it a c plus i don't know if it was that bad it was more like along the lines of like a, a b a b plus it was definitely cool um we have to keep in mind that the most of these animated films aren't meant to be released in theaters they're meant to be you know on the, a directed dvd kind of a deal so you have to keep that in mind like i wouldn't expect you to use it like you shouldn't go in to expect to see like the dark Knight because it's not what it's meant to be it's meant to be uh, a adaptation of a relatively short graphic novel so but yeah it was great um check it out if you're a batman fan if you're a joker fan check this shit out you know a uh, uh, shit will, will not disappoint you uh, and you'll enjoy it. I promise you that, and all that good stuff. But yeah, as far as everything else, you know, I'm not really gonna cover a whole lot more. Um, been watching a lot of wrestling again. Obviously, I'm a wrestling fan. And I really, really want to do the wrestling podcast, but right now, I can't really find the time to do it. Um, and I don't watch regularly. Like I'm always paying attention to what's going on, but as far as physically watching the wrestling show, I, I don't have the time for it. I go to work, or I got something going on. But like I said, I always I pay attention to my podcast because they kind of keep me informed of what's going on in wrestling. So I can't really watch or do a podcast based on the things that I didn't watch. You know what I mean? So I want to do that. I just got to find a way to devote more time into watching wrestling and find out a kind of a schedule for myself. Because even this podcast, even the Second City Kids podcast, uh, I'm having a hard time fitting into the schedule sometimes. And that's why I'm doing later shows and uh, shows in the middle of the week and stuff like that. Because it's kind of hard to to get a show going. So we'll see. But yeah, um living the life guys, having a good old, grand old time out here in the South Side, of Chicago, Illinois. Um the Cubs beat or the White Sox beat the Cubs two games straight, so I I'm, I'm digging that. I love that. Uh I think it's maybe a little bit too late for that for the for the White Sox to to have a surge. I mean, obviously it's not, you know, it's in the middle of July or end of july and there's still plenty of season to be had but i feel like it spiritually i think it's it's a little too late for the white Sox to make that push they've been so up and down they don't even know their identity at this point so um though it is cool to see us beat the cubs you know i'm not gonna ever complain about the white Sox beating the cubs but um yeah that's life guys i really, really don't have a whole lot much more here but yeah um let me guys know on twitter on how everybody else is going you know um and how you guys feel about the solo shows in general I've been doing a lot more of them recently. Um, it's harder to, to get everybody over every single time uh, because, you know, obviously Gabe has a life, Nick has a life. Adriana sometimes, does, you know, she's in the other room and she can't find a way to get into the get into the room sometimes because, you know, she's watching the dogs or whatever it may be. But, yeah, uh, living that Pokemon Go life, guys, going straight in, <laughs> not going to lie. Me and Adriana went to downtown LaGrange earlier today just to go Pokemon hunting. It was pretty ridiculous, actually. But, yeah um living living the dream guys um and all that good stuff all right so on uh twitter twitter periscope snapchat tumblr and on reddit you can find me at second city kids um let me know what how you guys are feeling how you guys like the show and all that good stuff uh instagram second city kids J S and Jacob, because that is my name you can find me there www.facebook.com slash second city kids second city kids at gmail.com um if you guys have any comments or questions or concerns you can get at me there on there uh, we were also handing out stickers at web Tour, so if you were one of those listeners from uh, the warp tour who got a sticker, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Subscribe and rate to us on iTunes, Overcast, and on Stitcher Radio. Second City Kids Podcast. Podbe.com. That is our hosting website. Show them a lot of love. They are great and fantastic people, and have always been quick to help us out whenever we need it. Signing out this week. We have Jacob, and I'll see you Lord knows when for episode 42. But um, we are try to keep it consistent. But you know that's life, guys. Uh, we're trying. to I'm trying to keep this going. Also. Follow me on twitchtv.com. Uh, you can find me on the Second City Kids. Uh, I'm screen. I've only streamed twice. Plan on doing it a little bit more, but um, right now, again, life is crazy. So keep. I keep you guys updated on everything that's going on. Like I said, send those emails, comments, questions, or concerns, uh, and help us improve the show and make it a little bit better these days. All right. Uh, until next week, guys. Deuces.